Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Deep Dive Sports Unscripted Edition. This is another part of our player series. Today, we are going to be building an NHL team of players since 2000. We're going to have two defenders, a goalie, two wings, and a center. As always, I am Nick. I am joined by David and Dom, and again by Greg, who has been awesome through this series, joining us, giving us his insight and everything. So make sure to give him some love and thank him through that as well. Today, we are going to see what everyone's teams are, and we're going to start with Dom and see who he has as his starting six. Cool. So I'm going to start with center and then work my way back to goalie. Center, obviously, you got to have Sid the Kid. Not really a, not a Pens fan, but I can appreciate how great that he's been over, over his career. Wing number one, I got Alex Ovenchkin. Again, amazing player, potential Hall of Famer. Him and uh, Crosby have kind of been going back and forth between who's the, who's the best in the league you know, over the last decade or so. Then I also have Pat Kane, um, him with Chicago. He was kind of the kind of like the life and soul of the team uh, when they won their last couple Stanley Cups some years back. Defender, I got Duncan Keith and Eric Carlson. And then goalie, I'm probably going to mess up this last name, but Martin Bordier. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but yeah, I think it's Bordier. Okay. Yeah. It kind of rounds out my team. Okay. All right. You pretty much have the same team as me. I think there's just two players that I had that you didn't have. So that's definitely interesting. I mean, Hey, listen, that those, the two that you had that I changed out with others, those are good players too. So, I mean, and especially with the amount of goals and, and I think they're hall of famers as well too. So, That'll be interesting. All right. Greg, who's your starting six? Uh, I'll go backwards uh, like Dom did. Um, and my first three are the exact same. Uh, <laughs> Sidney Crosby at center. Um, so like I said, Sid the kid. I think when it's all said and done, he will go down as the greatest of all time. He's just – he's that dominant and doesn't necessarily have – the cups to show it as some of the other guys do, but I think just the amount of leadership, the ability to just make plays out of nothing. Um, I think he'll pass Gretzky when it comes to just can, at least he's, it'll be our generation's greatest of all time. Yeah. Um, Patrick Kane and Ovechkin, you know, two solid people stick with that with my fence guys. I went um, some, a Boston boy, so I had to get at least one guy from the Bruins in there. Uh, Zendeo Chara, um, that man is a beast. All six foot, like five of them, uh, just towers on everybody. That's a big man. He's a big man. Like he, <laughs> that's a big man. Like he's just he's just solid. Um, he like he likes to play it dirty. I know you know a couple episodes ago we talked about how golf's a gentleman's game where hockey's not a gentleman's game and uh, <laughs> Chara does not um, have a problem with getting dirty and uh, you pick on one of his guys he's going to make sure you find out about it so then I also went with uh, Drew Doughty just solid defense all around quality you know with the Kings and then like goalie I went back and forth between Tuka Rask and Mark Andre Fleury, and I went with Mark Andre. You know, he's got the the, the cups to prove, uh, you know, his dominance and 
um, you know, got traded to the Golden Knights in this expansion part and, um, you know, showed how he, how good he is. Yeah. With, uh, <laughs> you know, with taking them to the, you know, the finals and stuff like that. So uh, that was the, that was their first or second year. Their first year. First, first year. year. Yeah. First year in existence going to the Stanley Cup. That's amazing. So that, that showed that. He won it before, you know, was able to do, uh, you know, go to the distance again. So I uh, had to put him ahead of Tuka Rask, um, but that was a hard, hard decision for me because I, I love Tuka. So who, who, um, who, who let him go again? Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's right. That was I. That's crazy because who, who else did they have at goalie then too? Because I forgot. Uh, um, I forgot his name. Because I know they were choosing between the two, and he was a little bit older. Yeah. Oh man, that's gonna that's gonna bug me. I'll look it up while David's giving his six, so that we know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was definitely that's that's a good goalie. I didn't even think about him. Wow. Okay. Cool. Change your mind a little bit on your team. <laughs> I think I'm gonna stick to last minute substitutions. <laughs> I mean, I would love to do that, but I I'm not gonna be a bandwagon. I'm gonna stick with what I got. I'm gonna let Greg have that one because that that's that's a good one right there. All right, what do you think about his list, uh, Dom? I thought it was very solid, similar to uh, my list, at least with the top three. Um, but goalie, I I don't know how I didn't really consider Mark Andre Fleury more, but I still like who I chose. But overall, that's a very solid team. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely kicking myself on that one. All right, David, (laughs) what is your starting six? (laughs) All right, let me make this really, really clear. I don't really follow hockey all that much. So when I kind of created this list, I went based off of, to a degree, some of familiar names. So like like pretty much everyone else on this list, I pretty much had Carlson, Ovechkin, and Crosby. No need to go any further on that. The other players that I had for my other wing, this is probably going to be an interesting, but he's one of the few that I've actually heard of, but it's going to be Rick Nash. And he his career ended relatively short due to concussions mainly. But in that time, due, well, in that time, well, with both the Jackets and the Rangers, each of the seasons that he had, he had roughly 30-plus goals, give or take. The other defenseman I went with, Duncan Keith. Good. And for my goalie, I had Chris Osgood. And he played. He has played so far 228 regular season games, winning 121, including 10 shootouts as well. What did you think about uh, David's list, Greg? Rick Nash, like – I mean, obviously, with the, the Jackets, we were exposed to him quite a bit. And I, I just remember there was a point in time where he was touted as the future. You know, he had that what what Crosby had when he first came out and was able to do. Rick Nash had that little glimpse of like, oh, this guy could be, you know, amazing. Um, and obviously he wasn't surrounded with enough talent to – allow him to become, you know, one of the, the all-time greats. But uh, definitely um, I would have put him in at least maybe my top 20 uh, solid guy. So good pick. 
Okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, Dom, what did you think about uh, David's list? I thought overall it was a good list. I never really considered Nash um, just because the accomplishments really weren't there, but that really wasn't his fault, you know, with all the injuries that he had. But, yeah, it's overall it's a solid list. Okay. All right. Uh, give me one second. I'm trying to find that goalie. Matt Murray. That sounds familiar, yeah. Must have been like some young guy. I guess like when I was reading, the reason that they didn't keep him was because of his salary cap pit was just too high for whatever reason. They they wanted to be able to keep other people together and they thought that Murray guy was going to be able to do eighty to ninety percent of what he was what he was producing. Think they regret that decision now? I do. I do. And I I think you're right on the nose there because when I was trying to look up who that goalie was. There was an article from like earlier this year saying that there's a possibility they might reunite. They might try to trade back for him. So I don't know. We'll see. That's definitely, that's definitely an interesting one. Cause I think they let, I mean, they obviously let a hall of famer go. So, but just to let them walk out in an expansion draft like that, that's kind of, that's um, weird. Flurry was recently on the Pat McAfee show and uh, McAfee, from Pittsburgh is a huge Pens fan. So he asked about like him potentially coming to Pittsburgh and it flurry made it sound like he's not considering it. He, he likes where he's at in Vegas. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, I probably well, wouldn't blame him either because if he's that good, why would he go back to a team that he was let go from in an expansion draft? No, I mean, I definitely agree with you. And I not to mention that... Vegas is just a better team right now. Yeah, I think the hurt is still there too, but I think it was trade talks. It wasn't signing talks. So I don't think he really has a choice if he gets traded there. <laughs> like if yeah. Pittsburgh puts yeah. together a good enough package that, you know, Vegas is like, all right, cool. Because even though he's still good, he's probably probably towards, you know, the back nine of his career at this point. So that'd be, that'd be an interesting one. But all right, I will give my list real quick. So I am actually going to go – I'll go goalie up. <laughs> I'll do a little bit different. Change so, up a little bit. Yep, I did have Martin Brodeur. So he did have three cup wins. His save percentage was 91%. And so basically to kind of put that numbers-wise, he saved 28,928 out of 31,709 attempts. So, like, it's just mind-blowing. Um, and he had a 21-year career, so it, it, the longevity-wise of it. Obviously, I don't think there's a wrong answer with any of the people that we had at goalie, but definitely an interesting one. At defenseman, I did have Duncan Keith, like I think Dom had, and maybe somebody else. He was a three-time cup winner as well. He won the two-time Norris Award, so that's the top defender. And then he's still – I think he's still playing up to this point, so he still can kind of add to to what he's already done. And then I had um, Nicholas Lindstrom. So four-time cup winner, seven-time Norris award winner. Um, That's the top defender award again. And um, even as a defender, he had 264 goals and then 878 assists. So I kind of looked at assists too for defenders. And I thought that that was um, like an important category for me as well, too, because you, you're not just defending. You're also trying to help facilitate goals as well. So, yeah. And then I had Crosby, I had Ovechkin. I just feel like kind of like a lot they're, of – They're too good not to 
yeah the money and there's they're still going so there's still more for them to accomplish i would really love to see ovechkin get another cup or two to kind of put him up there with a lot of the greats so it's definitely it'll because i think if he can get up because i think it's just one right now so but if he can get up yep. you know another two or three get up to that three or four mark i think him and crosby are going to be neck and neck for one of the greatest of all time if not top three um, NHL players of all time. So, and then at my other wing, I had Marion Hosa. So three-time cup winner, 609 goals, 1,134 assists, 19 year career. So definitely a steady guy champion. Um, I think he had a few more awards. I just forgot to mark those down, but I think he was a little bit, I don't, did anyone else have him? I don't think so. No. So I think that was, I think that was my outlier, him and, uh, Lindstrom. So, but other than that, did you guys like me having Hosa and Lindstrom there? Or do you think I kind of overreached there? No, Lindstrom's, I mean, definitely Hall of Famer, like just amazing. And some of those guys that you don't like, it wasn't until after the fact I kind of thought even about like, like Yamir Yager. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, wait a minute. He played up until like last year, the year before, like he had yeah. like a 22 year career. So like, it was like, you know, that's where I was kind of thinking is putting, you know, switching some of these guys of like, you know, the longevity of being able to have a player that is, you know, he's multiple cup winner with the Penguins and him and Mario Lemieux, you know, so, you know, some of these guys maybe not have the scoring titles or this, that, and the other, but to be able to go out on the ice night after night, year after year for 20 some plus years is, is, is amazing. You know, there's some definite, definite journeymen in the NHL that, don't give the credit they deserve. Mm-hmm. That'd yeah. be an interesting yeah, start. Our starting six of journeymen <laughs> in any sport. I mean, honestly, but I, the why one do thing- I feel like hockey in a sense is kind of like baseball where players play an extended amount of time? Well, and it honestly, when you think about it though, I mean, hockey's super brutal on the body. I mean, between that and like football, it's just like, rugby. Yeah. I mean, you're, but even more so, like the just the risk for ligament tears and stuff, especially within hockey, I feel like it's so much more because you get caught up on, you know, a chunk missing in the ice or you get caught up with somebody and, and you're done. So, I mean, that's to see that to see that people are having, you know, 20 plus year careers and being successful and having that having that consistency behind it is is super important. And you know, I that was a conversation you and I have had personally where, you know, for football players, yes, it's physical for rugby it's physical, but their, their games are, you know, weeks apart, you know, sometimes months apart for rugby. Um, whereas these hockey players are, you know, almost nightly or every third day, something going out and getting that physical play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's even more astonishing to have somebody that have that long of a career, in they play a lot aspect. of games in season two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to think about it too. Like somebody like Sidney Crosby, who Sidney Crosby, who we had on all of our lists pretty much. I mean, he was in risk of being out of the league at one point because of all those concussions. So yeah. for him to kind of battle through that and still produce when he was there, because I can remember he'd be, he'd be out for a while and then he'd come back and just pick up where he left off. And then he'd be out for a while again. So that was another reason why I was like, yeah, that's, that's a dude. Cause if you can imagine he didn't go through that, 
how much more he would have been able to do. That's yeah. super interesting. Did anyone have any like people that were they were kind of flirting with being on the list or not really? Like I said, Tuka Rask. Um, yeah, you know, he's number two on a lot of lists out there as goalie wise, and, and he's got a long career ahead of him. If we reevaluate these lists in a couple of years, it bound to be some differences. Yeah. I'm, although let me ask you this question though. I mean, maybe I don't, I don't look too far into the future, but I guess when you look at the landscape of hockey now, do you think like, cause like I said, we all pretty much had Crosby and Ovechkin on our list. Do you think that they could hold up even if we did this list again for like in 10 years? You know what I mean? Like the greatest of 2000 players. Do you think that they could still be there on that list in 10 years? Or do you think there's a potential for somebody in the league now at this point to, to kind of overtake them? I mean, obviously there's potential, but they've just been able to accomplish so much that, I mean, we, we, we talk about Sidney Crosby arguably being one of the greatest of all time. You know, the, the amount that him and Alex Ovenskin have been able to accomplish is Amazing. So obviously there's potential for someone to come up that's maybe a rookie this year or going to be a rookie next year to have a career like them, but it's obviously going to be tough, but it's possible. (laughs) I think, I think that it's possible. You coming from a guy with an outside perspective of the sport, it's always possible because let's take a look at Michael Jordan. For instance, we could have had the next Michael Jordan, within five years, or it could have been another 20 years before we got someone that was essentially equivalent to him. And we got it in, what, 2003, if not sooner, with Kobe Bryant? 96 with uh, with Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a matter of if it will happen. It's just a matter of when. And, and that's the thing with hockey that's, like, different from basketball where – you know, the one and dones we've talked about and all that. There's such a developmental league for hockey in all these countries all over the world, Russia and the Czech and, and Finland and, and all that, that it, they develop their players at such an early age and, yeah. and groom them to be quality that I think that on a, on a scale, if you were to put basketball, football, hockey you know i maybe put baseball kind of somewhat similar where your hockey is constantly putting out barely quality individuals at least you know three or four rookies a year are are killing it you know what i mean so i think that there's just more development ability and time for them to work on their craft than i think it does with with basketball or with with um with football yeah, I mean, I other than like soccer, I don't I don't think there's another sport that has like this mm-hmm. like stretch across the world that like hockey does as well too. I mean, I think obviously soccer is a little bit deeper, but I don't think that we've kind of seen it get here yet. I mean, it's definitely growing within the states, but you know, like like you said with hockey, there's there's leagues all across. There's developmental leagues, there's professional leagues, and they kind of use the NHL as you know, the best in the world per se. So that's, that's definitely interesting. It, it would be, I don't know. I think baseball is getting to that point as well. And in basketball, just because more yeah, countries I would, are trying to play baseball and, and basketball is kind of spread. 
throughout as well, especially throughout like uh, Europe and Asia and everything? Yeah, I would say probably if I would probably if I would list it, I would say probably soccer, hockey, then maybe baseball, because baseball is in like multiple, multiple countries, whereas basketball, it's like, yeah, you have your scattered throughout like the world, but it's like very minimal to an extent, I guess you could put it. I don't like, see well, I think outside of like the US, the most popular like the only reason why I would put basketball above baseball is because of China. It's super popular in China. Well, it's also super popular in Europe too. Yeah, and that's mm. that's what I'll say too. Like for basketball, it, I don't think it it's like its scope is as big, but where it is, it's like super, you know, invested. So like within mm. Europe and with within Asia, they're I mean, they have their own pro leagues, and honestly, we're getting players from those leagues that they kind of rival our players coming out of college today. So you used to look at somebody like Luca, who is considered to be, you know, the future of the league. So I, I think as as it grows as a sport in other countries, and a lot of these players come over here play, and then they go back and and continue that growth. I think that it has a, a bigger impact in those areas than what baseball does, even though baseball might have a bigger scope, like I said. I see. I don't even know if it has a bigger scope because, I mean, you look at baseball, obviously it's big in the U.S. It's big in Latin America, and then it's big in like Japan and Korea. But it's not really played anywhere else in the world except for North America and Japan and South Korea. Yeah, and then South America too. Yeah, I mean, I I could agree with that. I don't know. I mean, and then like maybe small portions of Germany, but that's it. Yeah, because I guess when you talk about like Europe, they're mostly mostly soccer. That's really soccer, and then soccer is king. Yeah, rugby and mm-hmm. cricket over there. So them and, and basketball in Australia. So yeah, interesting. Did you have any final thoughts, Greg? Yeah, I think everybody has solid lists. The conversation did <laughs> beard left a little yeah. bit. It was great. <laughs> it was great. I like these. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we definitely spent a little bit of time getting off topic, but it's hey, it made for great conversation. So honestly, that's perfectly fine with me. Mm-hmm. It might be it might be a fun a fun episode where we get on here and just just talk about random stuff one day, but. It might have to be a part one, two, three, four, and five, so we don't put out like a five or six hour episode. Like I said before, I think all of our list have you know Hall of Famers on them or future Hall of Famers, and and I think we can all kind of agree that Crosby and uh, Ovechkin are going to be at the very least top ten. So they're they're probably higher than that, but I'm just yeah. going to say at very least top ten. But Thank you again for, you know, doing all this research and everything. For those of you who are listening, we do not just know this stuff off the top of our head. We got to look it up a little bit. We got to do some research behind it and put some work into it too. So definitely give the guys some love. They did an amazing job, especially Greg for putting in, putting in a lot of this work, finding, putting all this together and joining us and stuff on these episodes. So um, yes, definitely agreed. Yeah. Thank you again, guys. Thank you to everyone who is listening and be on the lookout for more player episodes in the future. But as always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. 
If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.